Welcome back. It's me, Serena Hussein. This is the Life Vocabulary Podcast. In this episode, I want us to be critically thinking about artists, their journey, and how the industry really gets in the way of that. But also, are we as listeners and supporters demonizing other parts of this industry who are also artists, are also trying to live and fulfill their dreams, and they're not the typical struggling artist or the artist that you see um, at the forefront. So I'm going to get us to do that. I am using two examples here in this episode, two case studies, if you like. They're very recent. One is good old Irv Gotti. I don't know how <laughs> I'm supposed to say his name. But yes, he was on Drink Champs with the usual wonderful hosts and producers of that podcast. And he said a whole lot of controversial things, which I'm not going to get into all of it um, because, which, which all of, because I don't want to and I don't need to, um, and I don't need to know so much history for what I'm going to be saying in this episode. The second part and the second sort of case study is um, a British artist called Hardy Caprio, who recently tweeted some very, I would say, emotionally insightful um, remarks about him and his experience as an artist in this industry. And I think it's worthwhile reading that out, reflecting on it. And again, coming back to the purpose of this episode is to really think about um, the experience of the artists, who are the people in this industry, the music industry in particular, who are trying to trying to grow, develop, um, especially considering they may be coming from an experience of pain and struggle. Um, how the struggle story is also, the struggle story is also hijacked. This has just reminded me that I recently commented on just this thing, the struggle story, and I'm going to have to pull up, pull up the reference for you. So let's do that right now. How have you been, by the way? How have you been? I have just come back from a trip and it was okay, but it was lush to be around. Um, you know what, I can't find this reference. It was lush to be around um, lots of nature and um, to be sun-kissed. As you may see, I'm a little bit tanned, even though I covered up um, the majority of the time. So let's jump into what I want to share with you. Um, I know some people are going to think, why, Serena, why are we talking about this? Well, I think there's something that Irv says in this episode. I want to make myself bigger because I deserve bigger. Okay, I deserve to be seen. Um, I think there's something that he, this episode that just got me thinking. So I'm going to stop as soon as I get to the point of, okay, he said all I need to hear, and then we'll talk and reflect, and then we'll move on. If you want to grab yourself a coffee or a chai, please do so. I'm going to press play. Lucy and Grange wasn't in the studio with you making those records. Right. 
I made those Ashanti records. Can you rock with me? Oh, I made those records. You know what I'm saying? Like, she wrote them, but she wrote them with the, the help of me telling her what to write. And all of y'all, whoever knows me, I don't lie. I don't, I don't, I'm not a liar. You know what I'm saying? But I helped make those records. So I, I own them. Right. Like, hey, me and Rule was talking today, and I'm not going to say no numbers, But it's like, artists, I never sign my artists to 360 deals. Right. I never say, give me some of your show money. or. <laughs> and I Leo's want... your mentor. You could have. You because Leo's a 360 motherfucker. He is 360. You look up 360, his face. <laughs> right. But I never did that. I was. I feel I was always very good to my artists. That was right. before our time. Just to be fair, 360 was before our time. It's, All right, but what I'm saying... Lloyd could have been 360 up. No, but listen. He could have 360 up. It, it was before Lloyd time. Let too, me man. make this statement. Okay. Artists have a way of getting money. Mm-hmm. Rule makes a lot of money. Yes, he does. Doing shows. Shanti makes a lot of money doing shows. Yeah. So what's left for the guy who was the record label who helped make the records? What's, what? How I, I make money out of this is the masses. Right. So how am I supposed to feel when you want to remove that aspect? You really basically saying you don't want Sonny, JJ, and Angie, my beautiful kids. You don't want them to eat. Is there a compromise? Because we heard what she said Ain't on no the Purpose fucking Club. Compromise, <laughs> when she said that she asked for the instrumentals back. That's it. Was, I, I, let's let's definitely address that. Okay, all right, cool. I'm, I'm trying to be good at my job. Is this camera y'all, on? I want y'all to know that. Yeah. Ashanti. <laughs> so we're going to <clears throat> we're going to stop there. I just want to talk a little bit about what he has spoken about. He's speaking about. Um, why is my Mac deciding to do that whirring sound? So I thought it was really interesting. It's like, we always talk about and think about artists, the people at the front who are trying to have ownership. They are really trying to um, make sure that they are not sort of exploited. We know that that's the case. And what I'm going to say doesn't doesn't take away from that reality. But what I am going to say there are so many movers and shapers in the industry around artists who sometimes work for free, work on commission, um, or make sure that they that their effort and their contribution um, is recognised monetarily or by some other means. Why is that? I'm not saying that that's the case. Remember what I said. I'm not getting into this particular situation with Irv and Shanti, um, who I grew up listening to. Um, but just generally speaking, artists come in all shapes and sizes. We focus on the artist struggle, we focus on the artist story and experience and make sure they are not exploited. But there's a gaggle of people around artists who are essentially empowering them and helping them, helping them to get to where they get to, to allow them to grow, become established, have those hits. Um, why is it wrong for them to be rewarded and to be rewarded on sort of ongoing basis as the case because you know, the publishing or the masters, etc., etc. And then artists get very, very annoyed and upset because they don't have the freedom to do whatever they want to with the music that was collaboratively made. It was co created artists come in all 
shapes and forms and sizes. There's a whole load of other stuff that was said in this Dream Champs episode, which I'm not going to get to because I actually haven't heard all of it and I don't want to comment on it. Um, plenty of people are talking about how it's a little bit problematic, but I'm not getting into that bit. I'm purely concerned about the artist journey and also how we view artists and creatives within this whole industry that's a very nice short concise segment i think what do you think uh let's get on to the next bit the next bit is about hardy caprio and it's, it's a bit heart-wrenching if i'm honest it's um, a little bit sad I get really sad when I hear about stuff like this um, because, um, of course, why wouldn't you get sad? <laughs> why wouldn't you get sad? I'm going to keep myself small. No, we want to be large, Serena. Okay, let's be large. Large. Um, okay. So there are multiple um, things that Hardy Caprio is saying in this tweet. He says, I might have worded this horribly, but just thought I'd be human for a sec. Love that. I love that you're being human. We love for this kind of thing to be shared more openly. We want to remove that bit so you can see what I'm referring to. Perfect. Just perfect. Perfect. I love how things come to Being in the industry has broken me. This is how it starts. Something that was once my therapy, my passion became my torment and my anguish. My heart hurts when I think about it. The environment that it's put me in, the demons that it's put me around. I only ever started this because I wanted to change my life. I wanted to be happy. I wanted my family to be happy. I wanted everyone around me to be happy. It's sad, isn't it? Because when you get some success, you kind of sometimes have the survivor's guilt and you want everyone around you to also have a piece of that pie and you feel guilty if they're not benefiting or you feel sad that they are also not progressing or elevating. And it might not even just be about monetary things, it could be mentally and emotionally. Continues, I wanted to stunt on girls as a kid, but by the time I started popping meaning becoming successful i didn't even want to do that i just wanted to be visible i wanted someone to love me for me oh okay so is it the case that when we are grinding and doing our absolute best to get somewhere with our venture our creativity everything it's always it's always entwined tangled up with our feelings, our very sad feelings about being acknowledged and seen by those most significant to us. Um, and um, it's unavoidable, you can't, they're just inextricably linked. That's why the creative journey is so emotional. But you also learn so much from it because it opens you up, like Leonard Cohen says, through the cracks comes the light. This is light. Thank you, Hardy Korea, for sharing. He said, I want someone to love me. I'm not sure if I'm made to be a rapper. I love music. Isn't that interesting? Sometimes we enter a situation, a landscape, a, a sort of creative outlet, and we start as one thing. I remember even Skepta, a British UK rapper, producer, artist, creator, said, I don't want to rap about the struggle anymore because I'm not in the struggle. It wouldn't be authentic. 
it. And this is when I've always said why we continually, it's actually a branding, it's definitely something that fits into my business and my other venture. You analyze, critically analyze how brands are developed, how they are promoted, positioned, and the struggle story is one that is always relevant. It's trending and it's evergreen, which is why brand managers and all the rest of it will encourage artists or their client is to just stick to that struggle story, stick to that narrative. But what, what that ends up doing, it keeps the artists and the clients stuck. He says, I can't even say I love it anymore. Look at that. The people inside the buildings rinsed another broken kid from a working class environment that they're going to do it again and again. The cycle continues because those labels, those people with the money, they're looking for a product and they're looking for somebody who can connect with the masses of kids who are the customer. They are the, the audience who resonates with them on TikTok or Snap wherever it is that kids are connecting to um, people <laughs> um, and being inspired by them and following them and they will eat them up they absolutely will you are a product which is why I don't know go and listen to a ton of like load of Dame Dash videos or anyone else who is relevant to you and your generation who has owned it and control over control over their creative output like really try your best to not get stuck in the cycle that Hardy Caprio is talking about. He continues, and I will continue reading his tweet. Why does chasing your dreams make you a target for everyone's hate? Oh, it does, unfortunately. It most definitely does. It's um, It helps you weed things out, weed people out, weed ideas out. It declutters your life. But yeah, it's... Uh, inevitable and it's very painful and sometimes you feel like you have to make a choice over yourself and those who you thought were close to you cared for you cared for your growth they want company misery likes company why can i just be like the other kids who woke up to a loving household and this is where we're getting into the sort of deeper part of his pain which is being sort of almost I, the word triggered is overused. It's almost being nudged a little bit. It's like, so think of healing. Like, um, uh, I love this. Is it a metaphor or an analogy? Yes, I get the mixed up. So think of a bowl of water. And this is when I did Reiki healing work for a long time. Think of a bowl of water. And at the bottom of it, there's sand and there's grit. Healing work is when you stir the water a little bit and the stuff's coming up that's what's going on his stuff is coming up like in my culture and with my faith I say alhamdulillah I say I'm thankful for this experience to be able to get into the yuck of it or as my friend recently referred to it as because it's unavoidable and actually when you get through the, the periods of yuck short because you become used to but this is some yuck unfortunately he said why can't I just be the kid that thinks life is fun I can go on holidays with my friends I feel you I didn't do that either why do I be respectful to demons that are trying to take me for everything I have he's in that cycle he's having to play the game it's awful when you're having to play the game I hate it I absolutely detest it and make sure that you are seeing what reading in 
need you are. I feel like I never got the chance to be normal and no matter how out I chase it, I will never be normal. If I was ever stupid and ignorant, I never had the chance to be aware and intuitive. I never had a family present to raise me to stand my emotions. He's really, this is growth. You might, anyone reading this might think, oh gosh, he's, he's cracked, he's lost it. Absolutely not. This is growth and realization. This is awareness. Whew. I never had a dad to care about the fact that my someone was something abusing me. I think we can figure out what that stands for. I never had a mother that could cope with the pressure of having her daughter die whilst being in that position. I was raised to be the anchor. Imagine, imagine having to grant your family and your loved one around you when you yourself feel like you're this kite without a tail. Imagine. That's... You're playing so many positions and roles. I just got goosebumps from that. I really did. I never even got to remember all of this until I was 25. Listen, hard prio or someone knows you, if anyone's listening to this, this is a brilliant age. A brilliant, you don't want to be in your 40s realizing things re-realizing them don't make that mistake where you are having to repeat the lessons over and over sometimes that's unavoidable as well i was walking through life not knowing who i am not knowing what you know who you are look at this it's beautiful not knowing why i feel how i feel until the memories came back from a bad trip okay something did trigger actually something did trigger all of this for him I just need to take a sip. This is, it, it's quite, um, it's quite profound to be reading something like this. I remember when I was listening to the Santan Dave album, I felt like it was a lot of trauma being told and I couldn't listen to it again. There were a couple of tracks that were playable um, that didn't sort of like take me into that place that he was in, but I couldn't, sometimes it's a lot. This actually I'm finding to be really insightful, um, and useful there's utility in this my heart hurts when i stay still he says and i just want the pain to go away can't avoid stillness my friend i'm literally in agony when i'm meant to be at peace and i think it's because i'm guilty of being a broken man oh being guilty feeling guilt for being broken we are all so broken you just life is about working out how you're broken and then working with pieces that that's just life up and some of us are more severely broken but what does that mean what does severely mean it's so relative and subjective just it's messed up i've never been allowed to live for me he says i shouldered everyone's emotions and lies it's as long as i can remember and now the sickest joke is i got to experience freedom and by the time i learned about myself it was slipping from my fingers I feel like these corporations have been laughing at the poor broken kid this whole time. I'm just the butt of another industry story. I've been fighting and I keep on fighting, but it's my little about fighting. I never got the chance to be a well put together person and it hurts. This won't be my story ends. May the Lord protect my soul. Just want to return back to the last bit. I've been fighting and I keep on fighting is my life all about fighting let's explore that is life all about fighting i think it is i think that we get better at it and the fight does have pause the fight 
does have moments of reflection. Um, you could say that this sort of battle that you're in, that we end up being in, especially as a creative, especially as an artist, you are fighting for the voice, which was muted so much, the one that you essentially cultivated, rediscovered, had to sort of hone, and then it develops so your voice is inextricably linked to your own suffering and your own pain and so as you go on that journey in parallel so you know so does the journey of sort of the creative self you know happen it's you can't you can't separate them and that's why it feels so hard and it becomes easy to quit the thing but you don't want to quit the thing you want to see how you can work with these things in tandem because when you quit the things that's when you become stagnant that's when you lose your mojo your flow you're not in momentum anymore it's almost like stillness is the answer because the battle will always be going on but you kind of don't want the battle to be here i'm pointing to my head and my heart you kind of want to see the battle like this and just be able to step back from it and just breathe like that's that's where we want to get to we want to we want to get to this point where and this is where a lot of my sort of yoga teaching and reiki healing and alternative health practitioner background will come into this you want to and i have to remind myself of this as well you want to come back and you want to just be like this is life um this is unavoidable so this is life it's unavoidable i have to just take a step back and there's certain things within some faiths and spiritual traditions that allow you to do that yes it could be prayer five times a day or it could be meditation it could be a daily yoga practice i do all of the above in an imperfect way um but it allows you those pockets of stillness and i think those pockets of stillness are so important for us the brave ones who are willing to face those demons, the brokenness inside of us and continue to create because there's this burgeoning desire to continue to recreate, create, to produce something, reflect something, express something, communicate something. So please continue to do that. Um, whoever's listening, please continue to do that. Know that you can work in parallel with the yuck um, and you can figure it out and it does become more enjoyable of course it does but there will be dementors <laughs> coming to suck away there will be and so you've just got to watch your back in a way that no one else can no one else can watch your back as well as you can and if you have faith in something then um the universe and your creator if you are religious or not religious just know that i don't actually know how to say this to an atheist um if you're an atheist, then you know you have the faculties within you to be able to have your own back. If you are not an atheist, you're an agnostic or a religious person, you know, you know that not only do you have the faculties within you, but those faculties, yeah, those faculties within you were put there for reason because there's a bigger rival reason and that there is some guidance and there this is guiding you. So please be guided i did in your creative journey know that a lot of this pain that you can be experiencing is unavoidable so you gotta keep going with
with it. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Life Recovery Podcast. I'm Serena Hussein. I love being here on a regular basis. I, I love it. I'm still trying to figure out, restream on and remove my name right here. It's kind of jarring but it's okay it's my name i'm here um i am also um i have a youtube channel and it's just called serena Hussain, talking about my name um and i'm doing a decluttering series if you're interested in that so please you know follow the links go ahead and find me there i'm a little bit more personal usually it's like before midnight because it's the only time i create in stolen time that's how i create it's the only way i can manage to do it i will be able to carve out time and actually dedicate slots of time when i have more of it um and i will have more of it soon so um until then continue to create whenever you can however you can know that if you're creating you are brave continue to be brave and I will be back soon get in touch with me in all the ways you know why am I slapping you I'm going I've done enough thank you so much lots of love